Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Crosstalk. In today's episode, I have my partner in crime hosting beside me, Sol. Today our guests are two men who actually co-run a thrift store set up by the Singapore Red Cross. Ladies and gentlemen, we have John Tan and Lucian in the house! Hi John, hi Louis, how are you guys hi. doing? Hi, hi, hi. Ah, doing great. <laughs> John and Louis, can you guys tell us a bit about yourself? Um, my name is John. Um, I'm the section head for um, social enterprise in the Singapore Red Cross. Uh, we work for the Partnerships and Development uh, Department. Uh, I've been here for two years and um, I came on as the manager for social enterprise. How about you, Louis? Yep, so myself, uh, yes, I joined uh, SRC since um, two years ago. So when I first joined, was I was a project coordinator. So recently I took over um, the manager role for so- social enterprise. Okay, so uh, how, how did you actually um, start getting uh, working with uh, John? Yeah, so actually our team, we we did not expect um we'll be in the social enterprise um department. So um um so we co-run the charity shop at the same time whatever we we are running for is mainly to help our beneficiaries to help the vulnerable in uh, Singapore. Shop Plus is a social enterprise. Yeah. Right. What? Oh, What's okay, that? the word social enterprise. What's that? I've heard it What's a that? lot of times, <laughs> but it never occurred to me to actually search it up. Did you guys like know what social enterprise yeah. meant even before like entering this industry? No. Okay, so social enterprises are, from what I know, are basically like uh, companies that, or initiatives that actually want to maximize profits mm. while yep. also maximizing mm. benefits yeah. for society and the environment. Mm. So a large fund of the profits actually goes to a charity or some sort. So what? how do you guys do that? Like, So I think the correct, um, uh, the, the correct definition for a social enterprise should be for-profit model for non-profit reasons. That's, that's actually so the, how you do it. You guys don't see any profits for yourselves? Not at all. We, we don't take, uh, of course, we, we are yeah. salaried staff, but, uh-huh. but we, it doesn't mean that if you sell this particular item today and you, you get a cut off it or something, uh-huh. everything goes back to the beneficiary. Yeah. Almost 100% yeah, the, yeah. The difference, I think the difference between um, the Singapore Red Cross's shop, social enterprise, mm-hmm. and other social enterprises may be that the Singapore Red Cross supports this social enterprise. And because of that, we can very fully turn all the revenue back to our services. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, it's, so, so it's sort of, um, I think more goes back to the beneficiary in that sense. We don't have to worry about, you know, the, the rest of the things. Of course, you do have to worry about the overheads, yeah, you know, and yeah, things yeah. like that. I'm just curious, how is a day in the life for y'all? Generally, I guess what we do is, it depends on, on what day you're talking about, mm-hmm. but a typical day would probably start with you going back to the office, doing up some paperwork, um, after which you'll probably schedule for some collections of donations. Uh, we will actually go out and do the collection. Actually, they will actually go out and do the, do the collections <laughs> and uh, uh, bring them back to our warehousing unit where we actually um, do the sorting and then Perhaps uh, if, if it's an operation day, we will be preparing to open the shop to receive customers. 
Yeah, and then at the end of the day, it will probably be about um, collecting the money back, doing the administration for it, and returning the, the funds back to uh, our finance department. Yeah, so I myself, I mainly run the ops team. So we have a very small team, um, just uh, four men. Yeah, so currently we have um, two charity shops at the moment. So... Um, at the same time, we are doing um an online shop as well, like um carousel. Oh, yeah. so you usually work in the store while he works in the office. Is that right? Uh yes. Ah, right. That's okay. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a different type of stress, though. I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, speaking of uh the charity shops, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's a thrift store that you guys run. Uh, have you guys thrifted before? Uh yes. Previously I I think now Tree Shop is quite a in thing nowadays. There's a lot mm. of small new units around which yeah. I saw in the market nowadays. So basically it's get, getting the best deal uh, on hand. Yeah, like there's we we do have a lot of um re- reoccurring customers, mm. regular customers that come weekly every day, yeah. Because of like we have vintage uh, items as mm-hmm. well and uh, branded items which is going for a very very um, good deal I'm not gonna lie but tree shopping got popular like out of nowhere mm. all of a sudden people just started drifting yeah. so yeah I think it's a reaction to um, fast fashion mm-hmm. it's 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 a very um, I think it's the next logical step towards yeah. towards fast, fast fashion in, in or rather in retaliation to, to fast fashion I would say people are getting more um, uh, socially conscious they're also getting more um, uh, conscious about what they use and what and how they, they come by that item mm-hmm. so um, it I think it, it's a good step forward for sustainability to be honest yeah mm, that's true but like um, even uh, with that uh, people still have some misconceptions. Uh, yeah, misconceptions. Kinda, yeah. yeah. So like uh, one of them would be you are like it's unhygienic. So mm. uh, what do you guys do to like, you know, combat that? Yeah, I think uh, not not to worry because even during this before pre-COVID um, pandemic, we will definitely do our sorting process before we monetize our item. So strictly, we will sort accordingly like um, items which is uh, unreusable, like undergarments, we do receive at times. So all these items, we ensure we, we will dispose it properly before we yeah. sell to the members of the public. Mm-hmm. And we do um, sanitize and clean the items before we put on sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even new items, new items, they do have uh, a portion of chemical onto it. So usually... Before we purchase the item, we will ensure we wash the item, regardless of new or pre-loved item. Mm. Yeah, so, and that's from the shops, you know. As mm. in, if you buy it from from the from the store, not 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 our store, but but every other shop, um, we also I think a lot of us also believe in cleaning the item after we get it. Yes. Whether you get it ordered from yeah. Taobao or something, yeah. you know, <laughs> you probably need to wash it first anyway. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, mm. proper hygiene is uh very. It's very important. Mm. But then there's like people say, you know, uh, well, hygiene is one thing. Also, karma, inheriting, oh, like yeah. someone's bad we, karma, we right? In a, like a reserved society. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And stuff. So, um, 
so far, right, I mean, uh, while, we, while we've been running Shop Plus for so long, we've never had complaints about that. Ooh. Personally, I am not a very superstitious person. Mm. Um, if, you, if you talk about um, receiving bad karma from, the, from, from this particular item that you buy, why don't you talk about receiving good karma or good luck from, yeah. from, from the previous owner, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it definitely makes sense, yeah. you know, it's, and it's logical, right? Mm. Yeah. Okay, so um, back on thrift shop, uh, shopping, right? I've actually yeah. um, had some experience with thrift, shop, uh, thrift shopping myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you sell a lot of vintage stuff or... Uh, we sell a mix, I think. Do yeah, we think? do yeah. have vintage stuff for some of uh, very generous um, donors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they do donate uh, very high luxury brands, mm-hmm. uh, vintage stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Uh, so vintage, right? Mm. What is the most uh, vi- uh, valuable vintage thing that you guys have, uh, like a donor has Don't given? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, we do have uh, Chanel Ladies Blazer. Yeah, oh, uh, which which the retail price sometimes you it may be higher than the retail price after many years. Uh, yeah, because oh, it's oh, really vintage. vintage right? Yeah, it's a one of a kind. Yeah, yes. uh-huh. especially those uh, clothing which is discontinued already. Or example watches as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We we've had a Rolex that that was uh, that a customer bought for his daughter. It's a ladies Rolex, uh-huh. and of course it came at a very uh, uh, attractive price as well. Uh, something that you probably wouldn't get so the customer just came in and said oh my daughter's birthday is here oh do you, this this watch is nice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can yeah oh, I mean you, you can find like headphones you know yeah. um, you've got um, laptops you've yeah. got mobile phones, mobile phones yeah so actually you don't see other three shops selling all these items except for our shop very mm-hmm. cost so oh. do you guys like test out the devices first? Like Yeah, of course yeah, we do. Yeah, definitely. Correct. We have to test them out. Unfortunately, of course, there's a no return rule. But oh, but yeah. we try to facilitate for our um for our customers whatever that we can. So we get it charged, we test it out to see if it's working before we actually put it out on sale. Yeah. But it's really difficult to find like, a nice pair of Bose headphones that's barely used for like like 150 bucks, right? Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't they know go, about it. Yeah, they, they, they go for like $500 a pop or something like that. Oh, and sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so I think sometimes you really find really, really good deals at, at, our, at our shop, um, regardless of whether it's clothing mm-hmm. or... Jewelries. Or, yeah, jewelry oh, or okay. sunglasses. Yeah, I, I, I think for us, basically, I, I mean, personally, right, I, I used to think that thrift shopping was a little bit, you know, a little bit dodgy. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's like gross and dirty. Like yeah. Oh, yeah, the is so <laughs> yeah. So 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 we try not to um we try not to be so kitschy. You know, we we, we try to be, be a little bit um uh, more upmarket, and then the lights are brighter. Yeah. Okay. Um. And, and and we try to to be a little bit more professional when it when it comes about the, uh, comes to this kind of situation, so that we can actually display the goods in in its own glory, mm-hmm. shall we say, yeah. the 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 honor that it deserves. <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. So, yeah. so, so. Uh, personally, I used to think that oh yeah, it's you know it's gross and it's 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 not so nice, you know, grabbing somebody else's things. After working in the shop mm-hmm. and after actually you know coming into contact, true, there's a lot of lemons, but every once in a while you you kind of find something that's really really nice, mm-hmm. and it it goes for a ridiculously low price, yeah. and whatever that you're 
that you're paying for actually goes towards feeding somebody mm-hmm. and I think it makes it all worth yeah it's all worthwhile mm. okay so like you know how like uh, okay so earlier I said that we were thrift shopper uh, we both uh, I'm an avid thrift shopper so like you know uh, youths uh, nowadays it's really popular among youths right so do you guys think you, you would actually try thrift shopping like uh, like more often you mean use? Uh, no, you. For, for what hours? Yeah, we do it all the time. Of course. Of course. Um, we've had bought watches. Uh, headphones. Uh, headphones. Uh, you know, um, um, nice T-shirts. You guys get discounts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was about to ask. Do you guys have some discounts? <laughs> we we generally try not to discount ourselves. You know, we we just go to the store and then we see. You know, I, I mean, when we're not on duty for. For example, mm. we go to the mm. shop and then and then we say, hey, this is a nice one, you know, and, and then you go grab it uh, and then you just pay for it. I think I think uh, in our topmost in our minds is that whatever that we are paying for goes towards feeding somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, actually the price that you are paying is already very discounted. So right. what's the point of asking for more? Yeah. That, that's what we think. Yeah. Have you ever uh, come across um, something in your store that um, is a really good price and you really wanted it but someone before, else, yeah, yeah, else. yeah, someone else. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> yeah, right. <okay. laughs> so you're like a first come, first serve, yeah. Oh. Mm. So uh, I'm actually curious about, um, uh, okay, we're going to bring it back a little bit to like thrifting. Uh, so you you guys said uh, you, ha- you guys have a lot of donors, right? So like, uh, I was wondering what's, the process uh, like a journey right yeah the, the, the journey like a, yeah like life cycle <laughs> yeah um, actually it all starts uh, with getting the donor so what we actually do is we actually go out and look for donors currently we do not receive any more uh, donations from from walk in uh from members of the public who walk oh, in. People just walk in. Yeah, they, we used to do that, but we realized that uh, the disposal rate is a bit t- too high. Mm. And uh, we felt that because we don't have the manpower to be able to do something like that, um, we had to cut it down and streamline it a bit. Uh, we got some uh, corporate partners um, who work with us. Uh, some people who will give their ex stock to us. Uh, clothing companies that will give us their sample stock oh. for example or shoe companies that that, are, that will give give us some stock that is not suitable for sale mm-hmm. so what we actually do is we actually go out uh, and look at each product and then we, we look at which companies would might be willing to work with us and we go to them and say hey instead of throwing away your or disposing your 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 goods or something like that why don't you um, donate them to me for for mm-hmm. good cause you save um, your disposal costs mm-hmm. and I save my people so uh, after which when we bring the items back in uh, we also collect uh, lost and found for example oh yeah nice. so so yeah, yeah um, not not really schools but like from transport operators the train oh, services or the okay. or the bus or the uh, taxi services right oh. yeah so what what we do is because what happens in general is that when people lose their items mm-hmm. the company holds holds these items and uh, they will wait for a period of time for for the item to be claimed Mm -hmm. and if nobody comes to claim that item for example uh, they will just incinerate it 
and and it could be millions of dollars worth of right. of goods, right? Yeah. And uh, they can't be holding on to them forever. So what we do is we actually ask them, why don't you donate it to us and make it more sustainable? You know, add to the cycle. And um, in general, after that, when they donate the items to us, we do have to see through or to sort them to see whether they're suitable. Number one for sale, or if it's a two personal items, like like we said, uh, we we won't be able to sell them. We are very very strict on the hygiene part of things. Uh, yes, so, yes. for example, um, used underclothing mm-hmm. or even new underclothing, we we do not yeah, we do not yeah. sell it. For yeah, yeah, and and for cosmetics that have mm. been used as well, oh, yes. uh, or opened perfumes that have been opened, mm. we dispose of them so we only will sell items that that we are quite sure that that you know is quite hygienic and then uh, this of course takes you know the sorting to another level Um, at the same time uh, we do some rudimentary cleaning of the item say your your headphones or something we will Mm. have to clean it up a little bit before we put it up on sale however that does not mean that you shouldn't wash your items when you go back right (laughs) you still should yeah you you still should wash it yourself you know I think I I think that one is very important so after which um, after we clean them we actually start to curate them for different outlets so different outlets would have different um customer base right. and yeah, 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 yeah. More than one. yeah, yeah. So we actually currently have two uh, currently have, have two one at Dobi God Exchange and then the other one uh, at our, our Red Cross campsite oh. um, so basically different outlets actually have different types of customers who want different things um, what we do is we try to guess what the, the customer mm-hmm. at this particular outlet likes and then we curate it and then we actually put them out for sale um I think it's a lot of it is experience. You know, you're, you, you're quite sure about what this particular group would like. And then after that, you just put them out for sale and actually, basically, it's hope for the best <laughs> because <laughs> you can do everything except force the sale. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? So yeah. you have a target audience for your... Yes, we do have. Use, oh. I guess. The use. Uh, the use, right? The youth. Oh, the youth. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. The youth do come by as well. Are they the majority or are they like adults who come in? Majority, yeah, adults. Mm. Or I mean, retirees. Mm. Or, or dip- okay, so actually the items, uh, we, we do create on different, um, due to the space constraint as well. So the, we have one at um, a bigger outlet, mm-hmm. slightly bigger. So basically all the items such as... Um, we do receive like uh, baby strollers. Ooh. Yeah, baby strollers or baby carrier. All these items, people do buy it for a temporary base. Like just, yeah, yeah so it's not worthy to buy. Yeah, especially baby clothing. They yeah. go too far. Right. Baby clothing, baby yes. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 We do sell baby clothing. Uh, yes. uh, yeah. At least now I know the teddy bear that I lost. On the MRT oh, some 10 right. years ago. <laughs> no, they said incinerated. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and it costs money to incinerate the items also. It's oh. not cheap for, yeah. for the organization. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, and it kills the earth and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 The ozone yeah. and, you know, wow. yeah. all that. So I think we, we prefer to look at it as a, as part of a sustainability as well. Mm. You know, I, I think I think it's a cycle that, that we all um, go through. And uh, as much as we are spoiling the earth, we, we hope that by, by, you know, using our services or by buying our things, you also um, help to reduce the load that, that 
we are spending. You know, mm. your carbon footprint is, is already very huge. Yeah. So by by working with us, we hope that, you know, you get some twofold or threefold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah that- I'm sorry, but can we go back to the first part of the cycle? So you were saying like how companies donate. Mm. How about how about civilians? Like, how do you get them to donate? How do you encourage them to donate? Yeah. Uh, occasionally, we actually go to um, companies who who um, uh, will encourage their staff to donate items to us. Mm-hmm. We have found that, um, unfortunately, if you encourage public walk-in, right, um, the disposal rates are very, very high. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know what you need mm-hmm. to donate, and some of them sadly don't listen. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and they actually give... Down. Yeah, we actually list it yeah, down, but then, honestly, when you are giving something away or, or if you don't need it, right, a lot of people don't have the time or the, or the energy so, or... Yeah to actually sort out what you want and what you don't. So it's just junking everything in the pile. And then because there is a a lot of people who want to donate items uh, and our team is so small, our volunteer pool is also uh, not so large. Um, It's very, very difficult for us to process the whole thing. And it's it's a little bit heartbreaking when you you dig through everything and then you realize that of this entire pile, you only can monetize this. You see, yeah, so really yeah. yeah, so so we realized that in the end, after that, right? Because even if you can monetize this, right, you have to find a way to dispose of this. Mm. And when you when you actually want to pay to throw this away, right, this doesn't cover it. You yeah, I mean? yeah. especially since you guys are like um like supposed to like uh reduce the waste, but they're like yeah, yeah. So like, we're actually perpetuating it instead. Yeah. So so it's not a really very good idea. So um we we decided that in order to be safe, um, we would try to streamline the way that we co- collect items mm-hmm. as well so that we don't add on to the burden of having to dispose these things. Yeah. Mm, those are really tough. <laughs> yeah. Like sorting out being a major challenge in your work. What other challenges do you guys face? Can be rude customers or anything? Yeah. <laughs> rude customers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not, uh, sometimes, yeah, don't say not always. <laughs> sometimes we do receive... Uh, you can be re- honest here, man. Very <laughs> negative and rude customers mm-hmm. yeah, towards us because they are they do not have the... Patience. Patience. Yeah. They yeah, don't have the patience. Have the patience or, and some people are just like that. However, there's also very, very good very customers good of, of ours that, that buy lunch for us. They will, oh. they will send you a WhatsApp text and say, hey, I'm bro, I'm coming down, you know. Hey. Oh, these are like the, the, the ones that uh, frequently visit. Yes, frequently, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, we know them, yeah. We know them by name and then we text yeah, yeah. each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so we also try to build a, a relationship mm-hmm. with our with our customers. They are not only our customers, they are also, you know, sometimes, for example, if we run out of of um of uh price tags or something, yeah. they will actually travel to Malaysia just to buy the item to donate it to us. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. They they will just ask us, hey, so what you what do you need? So so they so they not only buy from us, but they also buy for us. <laughs> and, you know? Yeah. And, and and they actually support us in that in that way. And we do have a couple of customers who come in early just to help us open shop. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really they're there to pick up 
I mean, like, like every week because what, same, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> possibly they like wrecking. Yeah, they're wrecking the items before. Yeah, But we choose to believe otherwise. So you guys were saying that community initiatives are actually funded by the proceeds from the thrift shop. So yeah. how does this work? Who do you guys fund? Yeah, we are a handful of um of services, <laughs> such as uh, transport aid. We do have uh food aid, uh family life aid. So uh for transport aid, we do help the elderly, which are or disabled, which they do not have um family to take care of them. So our transport aid, what we do, we fetch the we try, we basically transport the elderly to their basic uh, necessities checkup or doctor appointment. So okay, for family life aid, mm-hmm. we do provide um food vouchers for the family, and we do have volunteers to help them for tuitions for their kids. Oh. Yeah, because some of them um they do not go to school because oh. of some certain situation. Uh-huh. Yeah, so all these funding do, do support them in a way. Yeah. So Red Cross mm. does all of it? Doesn't go to external charities? Does it ever? No, no, no. We, we actually rely a lot on our volunteers actually. Oh. Yes, volunteers. Mm. Yeah. Our staff and our volunteers are the, actually the backbone of what we do for, for our beneficiaries actually. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. All this talking has gotten me interested in volunteering. How can someone contribute back? A youth, especially a youth like me, and so. Uh, they, oh, they, they can do volunteer with, with us. Yeah, at any point of time, we we do have uh students coming to help us during the school holidays or during their, their vacation. So, yeah, at the same time, they can share. We want to engage with youth to complement our brick and mortar model, mm. such as mm. um the physical shop itself. So we want to leverage on the youth um, idea, like uh, online presence such as um, TikTok or even oh uh, my face- God. Facebook okay. auction or I don't know, Bigo Live auction. Like, uh-huh. uh, so the thing, I, I, I think the thing about engaging, youth engaging in, in, in social enterprise is that we welcome uh, all ways and means in order for us to reach out to more people uh, to to describe or to or to actually bring light to the plight of our beneficiaries and why we have to do this, mm-hmm. um, you can choose to do. I mean that there are many. For example, we we've had um, projects from schools. Uh, we we recently did a I think a part last year we actually did something with um, a TP, mm-hmm. where actually students from design from, from the school of design um, they actually fashioned their FYP around uh, Shop Plus, uh, and they and they actually did uh, they actually designed and, and actually conceptualized the shop and how and how the the interior of the shop is going to be and then they when they gave it to us right it actually it doesn't mean that we'll actually have be able to turn it turn it into something real but at the same time um, it also opens them up to more possibilities of how you can contribute for example if if you are doing film and and, and communications you would be led to vlogging about us or you know if, if you were doing something um, when it comes 
comes to say writing, you could you could blog about us or you could um um post on Facebook for us, mm, yeah. you know. And um if if you're not even interested in that, you can just come down and actually physically help us sort the items, <laughs> you know, and maybe recce a bit. You know, so so I mean that there are many, many ways that you can actually engage with us and we welcome volunteers. Volunteers uh, we feel that um you are a uh, you're the backbone of our society mm. and, and you're you the backbone of the Red Cross society and we need you because we don't have that many staff and everybody who has a heart for our beneficiary should be allowed to serve in whichever way that they want to. So you said the youth can volunteer so help, help you guys sort out things. So do they like fill up form before coming or? Uh, they, they can sign up online. Which, um, the link will be um, volunteer.com Recourse.sg. Ah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. You go to our so there's no uh, yeah, free, no membership charge, anything. So you guys accept anyone? Any youth? Mm. Or is there age anyone. limit? Age oh, minimum requirement yeah, or anything? Minimum are above 12. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, that is... Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah very young. <laughs> you take anybody. Oh. <laughs> oh, <dear>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, do you have any, like, maybe, like, Instagram or Facebook that we can reach out also? Yeah, we yes. we, we, we have Instagram and, and Facebook, Facebook as well. I think if you search for, for the Singapore Red Cross Society, you'll be able to find us. We have our online shop platform. Mm-hmm. It'll be um, sg. Oh, yeah. okay. So that, that will direct to our carousel page. Which oh, really so if you just search that up on our Google? Yes, so. Google. Oh, oh. So you yeah, guys so operate on carousel as well. Yes. Yeah. So you guys actually post the listings there? Yes, so we do someone can some of the listings. order oh. something. Yes. And it, you guys it send it very handy then? during the pandemic. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because of the pandemic, we are closed for... So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been a little bit hard. Months. But at the same time, um, I guess everybody is suffering from the pandemic. So uh, it, it's it's not surprising to us that uh, especially the retail line, uh, that, that we will be hit so hard by it. But... Um, I think I think we've been very blessed by partners who who actually like a Korea company who Korea reached company out to us and, and say that you know yeah Korea company yeah that that they will uh, deliver our our carousel sales oh, for wow. us for free and then then they actually you know offered and then they gave us the way bills they taught us how to do it and then all we have to do is um to to make the sale and then after that we can get it delivered free to them yeah, yeah. that's the problem because during pandemic people may be a bit hesitant about buying mm. stuff that belongs to someone else right yeah, yeah. yeah. so so we also make very sure that actually even with or without the pandemic we also make very sure that you know we try to clean whatever that we can and and we always advise our customers please 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 wash your item yeah <laughs> you know yeah. yeah I think I think hygiene is very very important to us this is the seventh time I've been talking <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so before we uh, finish up our, ses- our session, do you guys have any final thoughts? I think uh, what we want to say is we just want to encourage Singaporeans, whether you be a youth or whether you be a, uh, an adult or whether you are an elderly person, if you can come and volunteer with us, mm-hmm. uh, every little bit helps. The beneficiaries would, would benefit very much from, from people supporting us. Yeah, so you can find us at... Um our shop, which is at uh, central location, uh, the Bigot Exchange, that will be on every Monday to Friday, 11am mm-hmm. to 8pm. 
So we have one more shop at the east side, Jalan Karudin. That will be only on every Monday and Friday, 11am to 4pm. I think I've learned a lot yeah. today. How about you, So Yeah, definitely. So, thank you guys for joining yes, us. Yes, thank, thank, thank you. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. And thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for listening in. Um, so, we'll see you next week on another episode. So, stay safe and wash your clothes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of Crosstalk. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned for more episodes.